The Self-Helpful Podcast is brought to you by Ziegler, your premier source for equipping coaches to help leaders and top performers excel professionally and personally. Visit Ziegler.com and let them inspire your true coaching performance. I'm a foodie and I enjoy learning about the process that brings great foods and beverages from idea to the table. And then I like tasting them and learning the nuances of what creates the most significant tastes from coffee to cheese to distilled beverages. I did a tequila tasting in Mexico and recently bourbon, Heaven Hill bottled in bond bourbon really impressed me from the story to the taste. I grew up in Kentucky where horse racing and bourbon are famous and I got introduced to Heaven Hill bottled in bond bourbon. It's produced by Heaven Hill Distillery, which has been and still remains family owned since 1935. And I'm impressed with the bourbon's ultra-rich, smooth taste. And right on the bottle, it states that this bourbon is seven years old, which is actually three times longer than what's required to be certified as bottled in bond. I feel with beverages, the longer the prep, the better the taste. Being a bottled in bond product means it must pass a list of seven requirements that set the standard for this quality bourbon. So look for it at your local store. Heaven Hill reminds you to think wisely and drink wisely. Ziggler. Inspiring true performance. There are five basic reasons why your prospect will not buy from you. In their mind, there's no need, they have no money, there's no hurry, there's no desire, and there's no trust. Now, the thing that bugs most salespeople the most is uh, no desire. You, what do you mean you don't want this? Man, as good as this is. Well, I've never seen a super successful salesperson who was not just slightly warped in their absolute conviction that they are selling the best product on the face of this market. They believe that what they sell and what they do is critically important to everybody that they call on. But let me tell you why the number one reason is people don't buy is they don't trust you. Now, they're not going to say, man, you know you're lying to me. It won't do all of those things. But deep down, they sense some inconsistency somewhere. Maybe they've been bitten before, and they're not going to trust you at this point because they don't know you, or they get that little feeling. And yes, our feelings do influence those decisions. Well, the question is, uh, what's the proper time? When should you close? You want to be very careful not to close or attempt to close too early before you've established considerable value in the minds of the prospect. If you try to close too early and you haven't established that value, their first thought is, this is a high-pressure salesperson who wants to make the deal and get out of here as quick as possible and go make a deal with somebody else. Don't do it too early until you've established that value. Then you want to start with your most powerful point in the presentation. You want to get a, a running start, if you can, on establishing the value that you are going to offer. Lead with that most persuasive point. And then you have these little trial closes. Uh, I use this in a three-question situation after you've established value. How do you feel about whether you've demonstrated saving money, Saving your, preserving your health, saving your time. How do you feel about having more time to do the things you want to do instead of just doing the things you have to do? 
How do you feel uh, about that? Are you interested in saving the money, the time, or the help? And then the third question, when would you like to start saving the money? Does that always get the sale? No. As a matter of fact, one of the things that uh, as salespeople we must understand is that when the prospect says no, they are not going to change their mind. Now, I saw some of you look up right quick like, wait a minute, Ziegler, 90% of the sales I make is after the prospector says no, no, no. Oh, I agree with that. No problem. But what happens is very simple. They don't change their mind. They make new decisions based on new information. That's the reason every closing process should contain another reason, more benefits to them why they should go ahead and do business. I know I had to ask the redhead six times to marry me. First time she said no, second time no, third time no, fourth time no, fifth time no, sixth time you bet. Now, she never changed her mind. She made a new decision based on new information. That's what your prospect will do. Now, one of the things you got to be careful about in the sales process, you know, sometimes when you've been with your prospect a little while and they bring up an objection and you answer it and you bring it, they bring up an objection and you answer it, if you're not real careful along the way, one person going to say to you, man, it doesn't make a difference what I say. You've got an answer for everything. Now, if you smile and admit that, well, yes, last year I was number one in the region, uh, what you have just done is fed your ego, but you're not going to feed your family because they would be suspicious of you. But use it as a closing opportunity. If they say you've got an answer for everything, then just, you know, kind of smile and quietly say, well, you know, I sure wish I did have. There are many things I don't have the answer for. That's one of the reasons I'm so excited about selling what I'm selling because this product is the answer to the problem you have. And that's what you really want now, isn't it? Be very careful as you start asking for the order. And you also, what you need to understand is that persistence really does pay. Dr. Herb True of Notre Dame University did a study and what he found was that 46% of the salespeople asked for the order one time and leave, 24% asked twice, 14% asked three times, 12% asked a fourth time. That adds up to 96% of the people who ask for the order, directly ask for the order. Now the interesting thing is those who ask six or more times sell 60% of all that is sold. The other 4%, in other words, are the ones who get the most business. Now, when we uh, persist, we need to be very, very careful. John Nevin, a good friend of mine from Australia, delivered milk, and he got started selling uh, World Book encyclopedias years ago. One of his first calls, he called on uh, this couple who had immigrated from Germany. Their English was very broken. The lady was a little over 50 years old. They only had one child. Little boy was six or seven years old. I mean, more like grandparents. Well, he got there at nine o'clock and he closed the sale at midnight. I mean, there was real language difficulties. But when he finally finished and had the sale, the lady walked him outside the front gate because they had a vicious dog there. She got outside. She reached up and put her hand on his shoulders. She was very short. John was reasonably tall. And in that guttural German English that she used, she said, Thank you. Thank you, young man, for staying till we know 
what these books do for our boy. Thank you. Thank you. There's a better word for persistence. It's belief. If you really believe that you've got the solution to a problem they have, then you will persist until you have every reasonable opportunity of solving that problem. You do it politely. You do it professionally. You do it pleasantly. But you really do do it. Hi, this is Blake Lindsay, and you have been listening to Mr. Zig Ziglar share with you insights on closing the sale as a professional in the world of selling. You know how important it is to establish trust before you ask for the order. You can establish trust in a number of ways. Using questions to let the prospect tell you what their problems are and how it is affecting them in their business or home life. This gives you a chance to become a problem solver in their eyes, not just someone trying to get their money. After establishing trust for yourself and value for your product or service, then you can use the closing techniques that Zig shared with us today. Now, go sell somebody something. I'll be back next week on Ziggler.com. Ziggler. 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 Inspiring true performance.